How we doing? How we doing? Welcome to Tough Talk with Tufu, where we talk a lot of sports and a lot of trash. I'm your host, Emmanuel Tufu. Now it is time for some tough talk. Welcome back to another episode of Tough Talk with Two Four. We your host Emmanuel Two Four, and we're back. I'm talking Cowboys, like always. Um, we're just and we're gonna talk a little bit of some NBA and some NFL. Let's get started with the Cowboys versus Bills on Sunday. It was it was a game. It was America's game of the week, and it was it was bad if you were a Cowboys fan. I mean, there was not many. You ain't come with I. I'm not gonna say man. You didn't come with anything inspiring out of that fo- football game. If you watched it as a Cowboys fan, now if you watched it as a Bills fan, you felt like the most dangerous team in the world. So I can't speak for the Bills, but as a Cowboys fan, there was nothing inspiring coming from that game. So many demotivating stuff coming from that game. I mean, like cow like. True, true Cowboys fans, like real Cowboys fans, that go through all them pain and stuff. It it was one of the most painful days in the NFL season for Cowboys for the Dallas Cowboys. I would say that it, it was it was a painful day for us Cowboys. Um, um, really not much to break down. I mean, they just exposed us. They exposed our weakness if on national television in front of many fans, and they exposed the fact that. We 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 just have trouble stopping the run, and Dan over Orlowski he put what's his name? He was showing a clip, um, on Get Up. He was showing how they kept on attacking our left side. They just kept on running at that left side, running at that left side, running at that left side, and he was showing that film, the film and stuff on what they were doing and how they were breaking down our defense. And I, I give props out to Dan Orlowski for. Showing that because if you watch the game, they they just kept and I'm not gonna say if they were running that Michael's gonna make a difference, but Michael was always on that right side and they just kept on running left and they did their best, they did everything they could so Michael could not impact the game enough, and that's what I was looking whenever I was watching that film. They did it mostly almost everything they could, so their our pass rush could not impact the game, but sacking the quarterback and all that stuff and they didn't put in harm's way so we would have that one shootout and Josh Allen throws that one interception and you have Dak he has an opportunity to go out and win this football game so it was one of those games it was one of those games as a Cowboys fan uh it was there was some things you looked at and you just didn't you just like come on come on come on I could come out here I could come out here and say the refs and all that. There's some calls and like that rough in the like that rough in the passer call. I'm not gonna do any of that. The game was a 30 to 10 ball game. There's some things that refs can do that just throw away a good uh close ball game and stuff. When the game is 30 to 10, I mean, there's not much you can really blame on the refs. I personally believe. I mean, it's it, they just beat y'all. 
they just beat y'all almost at every single thing they could do football-wise. So I just see it as that. I don't see it as uh, the refs. They, they should not call this call in anything. I think this game was a momentum game, and I think – and I, I'm going to make this point. Um, I believe the Cowboys, whenever – if they get the opportunity, they win the kickoff – they win the, the coin toss. From what I'm noticing, I think they should start receiving – the Eagles game, they started. They they chose to receive coming out the game, coming out the gates, and that's how they that's how they came out. And they started off with a scoring drive, and then they had the momentum of the game. You also saw the same thing when they played the Seattle um Seattle Seahawks. Like even though it was a shootout, they they came out with their office came out with momentum whenever they received that football received the football and even the first time we played the Eagles even though we didn't score on that drive it was like okay okay our offense we're getting ready we're we're hot and then our offense turned hot in that fourth quarter eventually I I from what I'm noticing from what I'm watching whenever I watch the Cowboys game I haven't watched any film or anything just straight off of my reaction of watching the game it seems like the Cowboys they do really really well whenever they receive the kickoff whether if the other team defers it to them or they receive it it seems like the Cowboys, they do really well whenever they receive the kickoff. And I believe and I believe they should start receiving them more, especially they have the opportunity to pick during in the Miami game, they should receive the kickoff. Um, because I think the Cowboys I don't haven't watched any film or anything, by the way. I could be there could be a stat the Cowboys are like two and four whenever they receive the kickoff or something. But like when it, from my person from my just my reaction of the game. It seems like the Cowboys do well, way, way better whenever they receive the kickoff, and um, y'all, 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 y'all listeners can look into that. But um, I think yeah, I mean the the Bills they came in with a touchdown drive. It was a third down. Josh Allen threw it away, and we had a rough in the passer call. Um, lay hit on Demarcus Lawrence, and from. From that moment on, I feel like we just lost the football game. Those, th- those are just things that you cannot make in a big time football game. Game, of that caliber, like that magnitude, you just can't come out and make a mistake on the first drive that you could have held them to three, but you gave them a touchdown. And now their offense is rolling. Now their offense feels like they're clicking. Our and our defense, and now it's putting pressure on our offense. We got to match them. We got to match them. And I just don't think our participated the Cowboys played good, better like that. They left to play like where they're front runners. Um, that's what people say a lot. They like to play whenever, whenever they're front runners and all that. So I think just my personal opinion, I think Cowboys, they should be a little more locked. They probably should start receiving the ball. But I, I ought to way from, let's get away from that point. I just think. We just got exposed, and I think we got beat. But I don't think it was one of those, yeah, the Bills are way better than Now, that 49ers game, yeah, it seemed like, yeah, the 49ers, they're just a better football team than you. The Bills, I really don't see that coming out of that game. I mean, it just felt like a game where the Cowboys, they lost momentum real early, and it seemed like the Cowboys were going to get the momentum back after that Dak run for the first down, and then they had that late hit call on them and then they then both penalties offsets. You lost fifteen yards there. Now that's sub something. And Zach Mart is one of those dudes, man. 
you barely they he you have their stat all them stats about Zach Martin has had like two penalties in like the last something years, two one holding call in like the last something years. Like Zach Martin is one of those dudes, man. He don't he don't cause he really doesn't he's not he's he, he's very sickly never the reason you lose the football game. I don't remember the last time in recent memory where that um not that where Zach Martin was a reason we lost the football game. And don't say office of I mean, I've seen an office alignment single-handedly lose us a football game this season. It was Terrence Steele when we were playing the Eagles that first time. Where he he was just letting Hassan Reddick just blow past him. Multi he he messed up multiple drives and stuff like that. So I've seen old linemen for the Cowboys lose us football games in recent years. Um Zach Martin's been here for the longest of times in recent and I don't remember watching a Cowboys game, him losing us a football game. But right there, you got 15 yards. The 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 refs are already throwing the flags and stuff. There's no need to be pressing the guy and stuff. You could say something to him, but you don't got to bump him. You could say something to him, but you don't got to bump him and stuff. Bump him and stuff and look, stare him down and all that. There's no need for that. Say your piece and get, get a move on. So I think those type of things, it, those type of things just can't happen. I mean, now with the Cowboys, whenever right after I finished watching the game, I was kind of panicking and stuff. I'm gonna be a, keep it a. Sure, I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I was panicking. I was like, "Come on, that Prescott can't like win big games and stuff." And this always happens and stuff. Now I don't know if it's necessarily I'm not worried about the Cowboys. I'm just if anybody's watches the Cowboys for um, what's his name years now, everybody all knows, man. The Cowboys don't do good in cold weather scenarios. I don't think it really comes down to the Cowboys on the road. I just feel like in that environment that they're in, that San Fran, that Buffalo in in December, that type of an environment they're in, I feel like, yeah, that's the type of environment they don't really do good at. That Green Bay in December type of environment. I feel like if they play like a team, they played a team like, uh, let me think, a team like Miami and like 80 degrees, we're going to play them this um this Christmas Eve, this Sunday. Um, if we played a team like Miami in 80 degrees, we will play way better than if we played a team like Miami in 35 degree weather. So I think it's not really necessary. Our people... I feel like people keep on talking about all these sports shows and stuff. The Cowboys aren't good in the road. Dak is especially not. People talk about Dak is especially not good in the road. And I get the road most of those times is those cold environments and stuff. But I, I want the stat to come out. I see all these stats about Dak. I want the stat to come out I want, so I can get a good like thought on about it. I want the stat to come out Dak Prescott versus like probably like Dak Prescott um, um, versus teams whenever he's playing in below 70, like in below, like, let me say, because the Cowboys sometimes is below. And also, okay, I want to see this that where it says like Dak in outside environments playing in like below 60 degree weather, below whatever you want, below 60, whatever is like cold, cold Dak, like whatever is like cold weather, like Buffalo type, Green Bay type weather, that the, the environments he's played in when these past years on the road and stuff. I I want to know the stat 
on that Dak Prescott and below like 50, 40, to 45 degree weather. I want to see that stat because I feel like necessarily it's not just on the road that Dak Prescott and the Cowboys really struggle in these past years. I feel like it's just the cold, that cold, green bayish type breezy, snowy, not really snowy, but rainy type slump environment that the Cowboys really struggle in. Struggle. And so I feel like I really don't think it was like what made me. I think I overreact because I'm like, Cowboys can't win on the road and stuff. But now you think about it and you like, I think about it and you just like think about all the games you've seen in Cowboys memory. It's not really that road that's really killing them. It's just Dak and the offense struggling to put up points. And everybody knows when it's rainy and stuff, whenever you're a fast, quick defense like the Cowboys ain't one of those now the Cowboys they can be bullies but the Cowboys ain't one of those like physical type we're gonna throw you down type defenses like a Baltimore 01 defense they ain't one of those defense they're like a fast quick like they like to get to the ball type defenses and really you when it's rainy and it's cold your hands are your hands are freezing and stuff it's really hard to be as quick as you would be if you're just on in a dome and regular turf. So I really think, in my personal opinion, I think it's just the losses being like, oh, I think, yeah, it was a bad loss. It was a terrible loss. We would have the one seed and we would control our own destiny. We would have won that game. Just even if we didn't lose to the Cardinals, we would control our own destiny right now. So, and now the Cardinals is a point, and I'm going to get to the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals, we lost the Cardinals game, but that wasn't in that cold. The Cardinals game, it was a weird game. I mean, I'm not going to blame it on really Trayvon being hurt and all that stuff. I'm going to just say it was just one of those games where your 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 best team didn't come out that week. You're like, you, you it was just one of those games where, you're like you just didn't have a best performance. You just came out and it just felt weird and all that type of stuff. And we have seen multiple teams have it. We see the Eagles have it against the Jets. We've seen the what's his name? The Niners have that get type of game against the Browns. Because if everybody remembers the I don't remember Trent played the Niners game, but I remember CMC played the Niners game, I believe. And I remember Debo played the Niners game, I believe. And it would they only had like three or six points going into halftime before Debo and CMC, they all got injured and stuff. So I believe, like, yeah, we have seen every team, like, I'm talking offensively especially, offensively just not come up with their A game this year. So, I mean, it was, that car, that's what I have for that Cardinals game. I really don't blame that Cardinals game on that. It was just one of those uh, games, those ad uh, games. So, but that's what I really think it is, and – that's why I'm really confident, and this moves us to our next topic, Cowboys versus Miami this week. And that's why I'm really confident because the Cowboys can't put their – their the, Micah can't put his hand in that dirt and rush the passer with all the speed he can because they're not going to be in no um, – they're not going to be in no 50-degree um, 50 slump in, in um, Buffalo like they were last Sunday. And another thing about that, man, is – is man like Dak? I I I heard what's his name. I don't. I forgot. 
Who's the side? Was it Aaron Andrews? I think that's the silent reporter. That's her name. My apologies. She's been there for too many years for me to not memorize her name, but my apologies. But I think it was Aaron Andrews. Uh, that's her name, I believe. Um, she was saying like she talks to Dak and stuff, and before the game, and Dak says, "I I like this environment. I feel like it's warm, bro." And I was listening to that, and I was just shaking my head. He don't dangle it. This is not one. We have watched Dak for too many years. It's not like Dak is Aaron Rodgers. We see this man walk into 20-degree weather and go and go 80% um, completion percentage, throw four tutties, 350 yards, and almost dang near a perfect passer rating. Come on, man. Like, probably that, that probably those stats are a perfect passer rating. This weird Dak Prescott was saying that like he was Aaron Rodgers or something. And then while he said that before the game that this is this feels warm, he comes in the game and plays absolutely but but basically. So like Dak, I mean, he's just it's getting to the point where Dak just he just says sometimes he just says all the right things. Like Stephen A even says it sometimes. He says the same thing and he just doesn't he doesn't perform to that like he doesn't respond he doesn't show like respond to that same thing like he always says we'll bounce back we'll we'll do this we got to go check and stuff and another thing about the Cowboys I think about I was thinking about is before we talk about Cowboys versus Miami another thing I was thinking about about the Cowboys like what do they do during film over the y'all like they prepare now I'm not gonna I'm not talking about this Bills game because every I think everybody in this game did not like Josh Allen did not even have triple digits passing yards like nobody in this game in their right mind thought that was gonna happen if you bet the under on Josh Allen a hundred yards everybody is saying that is free money that is free money everybody is saying that so you expect Josh Allen to get a hundred yards in the first three drives. Like, no one was expecting him to have whatever whatever amount of yards he had. It was like, I think it was 60-something yards or something. No one was expecting him to have that um, number. So, like, you, you just look at that man, and it's just, you just shake your head. You, you just shake your head. You just shake your, you just shake your head um, sometimes. So, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to blame them on that part. But, like, I just see the Cowboys, they just come into Sundays, and they just get up blown by 20. And some weeks they, and I'm not going to say last week, I just said I'm not going to say last week for example. But, like, the 49ers game, like, sometimes the Cowboys, they play like they're they're, they're preparing for the the game the in two weeks or something like that. Like, some days they would come out and they would lose to, to lower-level teams or it would be close game with lower-level teams because – it's like they're playing. It they would lose games to lower level teams because it's like they are. How do I put this? It's like they are preparing for their big matchup against a team like the Forty ers and stuff. And how do you prepare and all that stuff and consistently come to Sundays and lose by twenty and thirty points? I don't understand it, man. Like I, I, I'm still wondering what do like. It's one thing if it's a team. Like that is not that good, but how can you be a ten and fourteen and be walking into Sundays and losing by twenty, thirty points? 
preparing for a team. This is not no two and this is not no two and nine, two and twelve team. This is a ten and four football team. Coming into Sundays and they're losing by 20, 30 points. You would, and this is multiple game of the week. Now I would give them that Eagles game. That first on that. That was a good football game. For a regular neutral fan, that is what you call a worth that is what you call worth my time. Worth my time. And but in all seriousness, man, like how do you like prepare for a team? In a big game of magnitude, time after time, and come in games and lose by 20 and 30. Like, the I don't understand it. And part, and I'm going to just, and part of it, probably you don't have the players and stuff. I'm going to just say it now, man. The coaching really needs to get put into. Um, because there's no, there's no trash. I have not seen a trash football team be. I have never seen a trash football team be number the number two seed in the in the National Football League in the NFC for just being a bad football for just being a bad football team but have excellent coaching. It's either the other way around or it's just they have a good coaching and a good football team. And I'm seeing a team lose by thirty and twenty, and they're ten and they're and right now they're the number um two seed in the NFL. Now it could be a bad schedule, but I, from what I'm seeing, man, there has to be something of coaching. Yeah, because this team is too talented for you to be losing by 20 and 30 points and quote-unquote the game of the year, the game of the season, and all of that stuff. It's just not one of those things, the game of the the game of the decade, or some people like to say sometimes. And you just don't, I just don't understand how a team can come that unprepared sometimes. Like, it's one thing if they lose by a, a field goal, you could say Dak is on clutch and stuff, or um the offense, they need to show that they can be, they can win close games, and Dak can, when we need Dak to deliver us a drive, he can deliver it. It's not even that, man. It's just games, it's consistently just big-time football games where the Cowboys are showing us that they cannot deliver, and it's not like they cannot deliver in the fourth or something. They're just coming in and they're playing like a team that is two and ten. And the Bills just walked in. Yeah, this is a free week. This is a free win. Like, come on. Like, it's starting to get annoying and it's starting to get alarming when you just keep on watching this. All right, let's go to Cowboys versus the Bills. I think game three, three twenty-five on Christmas Eve. I mean, I feel like this is a game the Cowboys have to win. I get all of the things. Cowboys are twenty eighth on stopping the run on the road, and the 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 Miami Dolphins are like second on running at home and stuff, and that Miami has the second best home record in the NFL compared to the Cowboys. I um, mean, the Cowboys are one with an undefeated record, and they're six and one, and then the Miami Dolphins that if they every single time they run to that left side. They're like second and rushing in the NFL to the Bills that just molly whopped us and all that stuff. I understand all of those stats. My personal opinion, I don't care about it. If we're that team and we need to win that game, I don't want to hear no excuses. I, I came out here and I gave y'all a good seven-minute speech Um, when I was talking about that the Cowboys play, but it's not. It's probably just 
whenever the Cowboys play in bad environments. There's not going to be no bad environment in Miami, Florida tomorrow. There's not going to be no bad environment. It's going to be good. It's looking like it's going to be a good 70 degrees. I haven't checked the weather forecast. I'm just hearing from what people have said on them sports talk shows and stuff. People are saying it's going to probably be a good 70 degrees. The Cowboys, they should be able, they should, they should be able to play. And the thing about it is people are saying Cowboys, that their defense plays fast and they like to play like where they rush the passer and stuff. But also the Miami Dolphins, they're a really fast offense. That's how they score most of their points. Like Devon H.A., he doesn't average nine, almost dang near nine yards per carry just because he runs the um football consistently getting 10, nine yards. Is because he gets a lot of explosive runs that boost up that um total. So, that's so the and we know who the we know who the two fastest probably players in the NFL is in Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. So we know all of these things, man. And man, and but the Cowboys still gotta find a way to win this football game. And it's concerning. I don't know who I'm really gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys, obviously, but like I'm not really so confident because I could see a world. I could see it more. Let me say this. I should be picking the Dolphins because I can see a more – I can think whenever I'm just going to, like, thinking Cowboys, Dolphins, what's going to happen, I can think of a more clear world where I see the Dolphins win the football game. I really can't think of something where I see I, – I now I can think of a strategy and I can think of what the Cowboys do, probably create turnovers – they can their defense can get stops on the stops on this offense. This defense is talented enough to get stops on this offense. This offense is talented enough to score on their defense. And their O line is banged up and stuff. So I can see but I can also see like a more good, clear picture of how the the Bills would win this fo- I mean not the Bills. The Dolphins would win this football game. I would say, but I feel like Cowboys they should win this football game. It's right there for them. I mean they need to win this football game. Also, people keep on saying this, and it's getting annoying. People are saying it's a must win because if the Cowboys win this game, I mean, lose this game, they have no chance at the one seed. I mean, not the one. They have no chance of winning the division. People. Sports people. Y'all are grown people that have a profession in sports talk show. And I don't know if I'm tripping, but Nick Wright is the one that brought it up. So I'm going to just say, I didn't even notice this. But if this is if this if Nick Wright's scenario is true, I, I I don't know what to tell these guys, man. Yeller, and I think it is true because the um the tiebreaker right now is the Cowboys and the um the Eagles have the same conference. Um, yeah, so it is true. All right, I'm gonna just say if I'm wrong, y'all can flame me for saying they know what they're saying. Y'all are grown people with sports talk shows. Y'all have a profession in sports. Talking sports, and y'all don't even know if the Cowboys lose this game to the Dolphins or they win this game to the Dolphins. It does not matter on whether if they win the NFC or not. Y'all don't know that the Eagles could still the Eagles could still lose one of these games to the the Eagles has to lose one game. If now if the Cowboys lost to the Lions, yes, it makes a difference, but the difference right now is the conference record. If the Cowboys lose to the Dolphins, it does not have anything to do with the conference record and the tiebreaker between the Eagles. 
the Cowboys can lose to the Dolphins, and if the Eagles lose to the Giants one time, they will, the Cowboys will still win the division. I am tired of listening to people say it's like if the Cowboys lose the division, they will not win the conference. It they will be a it, there's no way they will win the conference. It will be the same case scenario as if they would win the football game against the Dolphins. The only thing the Cowboys are playing for in this game is one, so they don't get flamed on all all social platforms. Two, so they don't get in their head thinking that they cannot win it out um on the road and stuff. Because you do not need to be thinking about that going into the playoffs, especially if probably even if you do go on the road, you do not need to be think like you most likely might go on the road because it's really hard for the Eagles to lose to three a pro three a pro well play three play three games. Uh, and play against two of one of the bottom five teams in the NFL. Um, I don't, I don't know record wise. I don't have the standings in front of me, but I think these are two of the bottom five teams in the NFL. Even if the Giants aren't a bottom five record, they're a bottom five roster. So there is no way you can tell me that I, I I'm just getting ignored when I keep on listening to talk shows. Only team that only show that really has really known this. Is first things first, because um with Nick Wright, Chris Broussard, um Kevin Wilds, and then they have also special guests with Greg Jennings and Coach Margini and all that type of stuff, all those guests. But they have the only one that I've listened to that actually knows the scenario. If the Cowboys want to win the division, it doesn't matter if they lose this game or not. This game does not matter now if they want to win the one seed, okay, and they think they win this division. And they think because if they think they win this division and they think they can get the one seed and stuff because they believe the 49ers are going to lose twice or something. I don't see that happening. I think they lose to the Ravens this week. Um, but we'll talk about that. This does not matter in the division. The tiebreaker is between the conference record. And the conference record has nothing. The Dolphins could still, the Cowboys could still lose this game to the Dolphins. And they will be in the same scenario as they would be in if they win this game to the Dolphins, whether it comes to winning the, the NFC East. So I, I I just need to get that out the way for people that do not know the scenario. All right. So now let's um my Cowboys prediction. I have Cowboys winning this game. 27. 220. Reason why you I you say 20. Points is probably low for the Dolphins. I saw the Dolphin, and I get this, and I understand this, and I know this. I, st- I we all know the the Philadelphia Eagles' pass defense is terrible, and I get that. And I saw a team that scored fourteen on the Chiefs. Okay, fourteen on the Chiefs, and I said, and they told me, and I saw a talk show say, okay. Well, the Chiefs have a way better run defense than the Cowboys. So that I they said Chiefs have a way better run defense than the Cowboys, okay? And okay, that's why they pro that's why they scored 14. And our concern is not about their pass defense, it's about the Cowboys um run defense. Okay? Alright, so it's not about the pass. So that's the reason why they lost to the run defense in that game. I saw, and I'm not and I'm not flaming that I'm not talking about. 
I saw the one of the worst pass defenses in probably in the NFL. This is probably the worst pass defense in the NFL. And I saw the Dolphins go almost a whole quarter and they couldn't even score a, a, a touchdown. They scored 17 on that Eagles terrible pass defense. And I understand I watched that football game. And you could say if you watched that football game, you could have seen there was there was so many momentum changing um, things that ended the drive and stuff. I saw Drew Lux, Drew Locke lead his offense to more points on the Philadelphia Eagles than Tua Tugavailoa. I, I hope I said your name right. My apologies. And Tyreek Hill could put. I don't remember if Devon H. A. played that game because I know Devon had that one injury in the season. I don't think he did play that game. Let me check. Yeah, he did not play that game. So, yeah, that will make a difference. But 17 on that horrendous pass defense. Horrendous pass defense. And I feel like, and a thing about the Cowboys is if I'm preparing the Cowboys, the Cowboys, I'm I'm stopping the run and I'm making them pass it to us every game. I don't understand why they played so much on last game on Josh Allen um, stopping the um pass so much and they just completely said we're not going to stop the run. I feel like if I'm the Cowboys every game, I want to put the hands into making the wrong play and make a play. I want to make it to a where Stephon Gilmore can get multiple stops on their number one wide receiver. I want to stop. I want to make it where their quarterback has to do that. I don't want to make it where they can run it down our throats and completely take our offense out of this football game because we have to put our butts on the bench for eight minutes and just watch them run the ball, 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 and watch their quarterback only throw it. I think Josh Allen threw it like six or seven times. If y'all watch that football game, it seemed like Josh Allen threw it like five or six times in that first drive. So you're telling me he threw it five or six times in that first drive, and for the rest of the football game, which was like a good 50 minutes, he threw the ball nine times. I I do I don't care. You can say Josh Allen flamed y'all. Still, I don't care. I don't. If I'm the Cowboys and I'm preparing their defense to strike every week, I am making them pass the football. I don't want them to take our office completely out of the game because we cannot create no momentum. Because every single time we get off the field, or we're watching our defense get beat up, pounded on, destroyed, mollywopped. On the run game over and over again. And I've seen them consistently take Micah Parsons out of the football game. And for him to not be able to do anything. So that's what I'm doing. So I was surprised when I saw that. Because I'm if I'm Dan Quinn, I'm game plan. I'm making sure that we, as a Dallas Cowboys team. I'm not counting me in that week because I'm not on the team. But as a Dallas, because I'm thinking as a defensive coordinator scenario. So if I'm Dan Quinn, I'm thinking we tonight are going to. Make it where they have to pass pass it on us, and we're not gonna make it run because we never want our run defense to get exposed like that. I, me personally, I never want to see the Cowboys run defense get exposed like that for the rest of this season. So yeah, so it just is what it is on that point. I think twenty seven twenty because I think they're gonna adjust that run game. They're gonna fix it up. They're gonna say we're gonna make you pass it on us. And I've seen I've seen Tua have seventeen on one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL, if not the worst pass defense in the NFL. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about um um tough top five. Uh 
tough top five we have let's tough top five for this um NFL week. Number one. I'm gonna go from one to five this time because one from the top to the from it's not it's not interesting from bottom to top no more because you know who's at the top at this point. One, the 49ers. Uh 49ers, they look like the best team in the NFL. They're all they have too many, they have too many all pros on one roster. They have all pro Debo could I wouldn't call Debo an all pro, but he's an all pro caliber player. Um Ayuk, he's an um Pro Bowl player for sure. He he's a Pro Bowl caliber player for sure. Trent Williams, um, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, CMC, he seem it's looking like he's a Hall of Famer if he keeps up this pace of his career. Brock Purdy, he's he's gonna be the um MVP in this league, even though I don't think he should be. If I had a vote, I wouldn't vote him. But if anybody with comment says it too, why if Brock Purdy wins this week against the Ravens, they're gonna they're gonna make Brock Purdy the NFL. Um, MVP because anybody that's looked at the voting and the way the and the MVP voters have voted this week, I mean this um these past years, uh they're gonna vote Bob Purdy as our MVP um ever the National Football League. So um, so we see that. So one at the Forty Niners, two the Ravens. The Ravens their their defense is looking really dangerous offensively. Uh, they're looking, they're just they're just finding ways to win games. Whether they scored 20 on the Chargers. I think they scored 20. 20 on the Chargers. And they just they just let our defense win in there. Or then they score like 30-something, like 38 points on the Rams. And say, we're going to have to score in this game. Or then they just score 23 on the Jaguars. Their offense just gives them whatever they need, basically, whenever they need, need it. That's what we have seen from them in these past weeks. So I'll give them their credit. And then... Number three, I'm gonna give the Bills. I mean, the Bills. I mean, they be a top two team. There's really the other teams. They have not really shown us why they should be above the Bills. Um, for example, Cowboys. They just lost to the Bills. Eagles. They just um the Eagles. They just lost to Drew Lock, and they're on a three game losing streak. And it's one thing if they're on a three. And the thing about the Eagles is, I was telling y'all. It's not like they lost the crazy, the worst. They lost to the Cowboys and the 49ers. Those are my two teams, top two teams on the list. And then they lose the next week to Drew Locke in Seattle. So, yeah. So, and then the Chiefs, we saw the Bills beat the Chiefs. I don't care if you say it's, it, it is what it is. It came out on the, it came out on the schedule sheet as a loss at the end of the day. So, the Bills at three, and I get you can say they're, we're, we're putting a non-playoff team up there. If we, um... I feel like the Bills, if they put played against any team right now, they could be any team in the NFL. And there's just some teams I cannot say about that. Number four, the Cowboys. I feel like um people are overrating the Lions. Um, I want to just say that um because I was seeing a lot of lists where the Lions were in front of the Cowboys. I don't understand it. I feel like people just forgot week ago. We just Two weeks ago, we just watched them lose to the Packers. And then the week before that, we lost them lose to the Bears. Was it the... Yeah, I believe so. I got to go check their schedule. And with the Cowboys at four, I, I'm really not going to drop them down that much. I mean, it was just one of those weird games where, like, you just didn't show up that Sunday. And it was just, like, you couldn't really get anything going. And it was not one of those games, yeah, you just got out... 
Now, they did get outplayed, but it's just not one of those games. Yeah, they're just a way better football team. It was just one of those games, yeah. It just didn't, like, you just didn't feel like, it just didn't feel like you ever had it. Just like whenever you have a cold or you have a, it's just like whenever you have, like, um, you're sick or something, you go to school and it's just like, yeah, you just didn't have it in the classroom that day. We could tell. The way you were you, you were taking your note, you were focusing in class. The you were raised the amount of times you were raising your hand, you just didn't have it today. It was just one of those times, but yeah. But we just forget. And then number five, I'm gonna have uh the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they have one. They have one. They have one. I guess we're gonna see number four goes versus number five this week, and then we're gonna see number one versus number two this weekend. But yeah, Miami Dolphins, they have a great offense. Their defense is um good. Um we're, we're gonna see it. Uh and I think another team, y'all also know my personal opinion about the Dolphins. They were in the same boat as the Eagles. Um I I told y'all for months that I just feel like they're overrated. And what the cap and what this Cowboys game versus the Dolphins feels like to me, it's the Cowboys versus the Eagles game kind of felt like this to me, but the Cowboys game was at home. What this Cowboys versus Dolphins game feels like to me is like last year when the Cowboys played the Vikings. The Vikings had Justin Jefferson. He was looking like he was going to break some records. He was going to um break the receiving yard record. Kirk Cousins was on fire. He was an MVP candidate. Um, The Vikings were a team that won a bunch of close games. I wouldn't say the Dolphins were that team. But they were also a team that beat a lot of bad football teams, and we were giving them credit for it. That's what I feel like. And we saw what the Cowboys did to that um, Vikings team. They walked into it. Now, the Vikings do play in the Dome, and this is not going to be in the Dome. But at the end of the day, that's what this game kind of feels like. That's what this game kind of gives me vibes of. The way people are chatting about the game, the way um the teams have played this season, the way people are like, yep, the Cowboys are on upset alert. This is going to be a loss. Their season is going to go downwards and stuff. This is what that. That's what this game feels like to me, in my personal opinion. So I have the Cowboys there. Um, I have the Dolphins at five there, and honorable mentions: Chiefs, Lions, and Eagles. All right, before we end this episode, we're gonna move to some NBA talk. Lakers, they are been on a losing streak this week, and man, um, it's it's tough times in LA. I don't know; it just feels like they're not taking. It's just it's seeming like they're just not better than the teams they're playing at this point. I mean, that LeBron is doing everything he can. AD's doing everything he can. It's just feel like not now that we almost beat the Timberwolves, and I believe we would win that game with LeBron because we saw what we did to them in the playing last year, and that we saw what we did to them during the season last year when we needed a must win game to get a, a home um home court advantage in that playing. So um yeah, that's all I have about that. I mean, we just gotta get healthy, make sure Gabe Vincent gets back. We just gotta perform, and we just gotta find our way. Also um. We can't lose the game today against the Thunder. That's going to be a big game. But I really don't have much to say. Whenever the season ends, we'll really get more in-depth on to the Lakers. But we, we got to show when. I also heard something like Keyshawn said that if the if the Lakers, we got – it was after the – it was after – when was it after? It was after the Spurs game. Yeah, it was the, after the Spurs win against when AD uh, versus Wemby, we blew that lead. He was like, we have these next five games against the Spurs, the Knicks, the Bulls, the Timberwolves, the Thunder. 
the Lakers can only lose one. If the Lakers lose more than like one or two of those games, we'll be concerned. They've been at 0-4 in that stretch. So now they play the Thunder today. Like, is it really concerning? At first, I was not a big fan of trading for Zach Levine because we can't give up that depth and stuff. But we should trade up Zach Levine. Trade for Zach Levine. The thing about Zach Levine is it's going to be weird. Because if we trade Zach Levine, this Lakers team, y'all do notice. Zach Levine is going to be worth like two first-round picks. This team will not have any first-round picks unless we do some type of three-teamer like we did with the D'Lo and Jared Vanderbilt and the D'Lo, Jared Vanderbilt type deal that we did. We're going to only have like two first-rounders. We only have two. We're going to have to give up probably those two if it's a one for if it's like a two-team trade with the Bulls. This team will have zero first-round picks. Like, that's one of those things, like, if you're a Lakers fan, bro, you think of your future like, dang, man, dang, dang. Like, you don't want to see this team in that situation, but it's probably going to be a situation we are going to be in if we want to trade for Zach Levine. But if we trade for Zach Levine, I ain't going to be mad, man, but this Lakers team got to get it together because we were looking really good, man. We were, I think we, before this, we were 15 and 10, and we, I think we were even 15 and, like, we were, like, 14 and 9 after the NCAA tournament. And now, since then, we have been terrible. So, we got to get back together. But, and MVP candidates, um, right now, Brock Purdy's one. If I had my personal vote, okay, let me do it if I had my vote. If I had my vote, it would be, it would be, it would be, my vote, if it was my vote, it would be, right now, it would be Lamar, Christian, Rick, Tyreek. And Brock, Chris, Lamar. I feel like right now, if Lamar loses, I feel like Christian should go up. I feel like if you want to put a 49er in there, you gotta um give it to um Christian. Also, I missed the week of Tyreek Hill. I need to see another week of Tyreek Hill. Um, we we got robbed of a Tyreek Hill week because he was injured last week. Um, so he didn't play last game. But that's why. So yeah, but I have Lamar up there because I know it's a QB award. And I'm not saying it should be, but I'm just saying from the way, from the winners of the award, it's been a QB award. So that's why I have Lamar up there. And I have to give respect to Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill because they've been doing amazing things. But, yeah, it's going to move up. Um, Dak is at five right now. um, But it's just going to be a swap of what quarterback. But I think we know Brock Purdy is going to win, especially if he wins this weekend versus the Ravens. Um, wait, is it this weekend? I think it's Monday because it's not on Christmas Day. It's probably on Monday. All right, but thank you for listening to another episode of Tough Talk with Two Form. We will see you next time.